This podcast is rated MA15+. plus. Anyone below that or can't go into a server and buy a skin mag should not listen any further. Well, in real estate terms, it means you're getting paid, baby. All right, Shano, how are you, buddy? Good, mate, good. How are you? Another good week, mate. Yeah, not too bad, but not too bad at all. Another good result, an auction under the hammer uh, the other night, mate. Well done. Yeah, I'm a jet. You're a jet? <laughs> two and two auctions? Two, uh, no, yeah. Uh, no, I took three the week before and two didn't sell, one did. So that's two from four. Two from four? Yeah. Well, so, mate, I've uh, brought someone in today to help those numbers increase. 50% is going to be 75 to 100%. I'm four from seven all up two months we'll so get seven from seven that's the you're goal. a lot better than me that's the goal that's you're going why, better than me that's why we uh, brought ladies and gentlemen the man justin nickerson polo auction auctioneer extraordinaire had to confirm this when he got here three times australasian uh, auctioneer of the year and five times reiq auctioneer of the year round of applause that's that's the most wank I've heard for a guest of ours. I know, but it's all well earned wank. Well, it is well earned wank, and let's be honest, he's the only one with in, he's the only one with integrity and runs on the board, apart from Jess. That's, that's right, uh, mate. Thanks, Justin. Pleasure, mate. Um, you obviously saw the sign writing on the side of my car with the, the awards on there, so just to make sure everyone knows and acknowledges it. So, um, mate, I appreciate it. Thanks mate, for, thanks, thanks for, for driving down from your palatial mansion in Brisbane in your hammer banger. Porsche. Yeah, I put on. Um, I put in there. I said Upper Cooma and GPS said, "Are you sure?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and and we're here though. The helicopter yeah. was down for maintenance. So yeah. We appreciate you driving. Yeah. Could it no. could it land it, mate? Uh, thanks for making the effort, buddy. Pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. So you've obviously listened to the podcast a couple of times, or Blair sometimes somehow I don't know bribed you to be on here what's he got on you i don't know is there anything that he's got over you to get you down here oh just a few nude photos and stuff drifting around <laughs> nothing nothing too out of the ordinary but no mate big fan of the big fan of the potty it's uh credit to you guys and um i'm just excited for my life about to change from being on here we've yeah. um well it could either go up or it could go well there's a whole range there's only, of there's only one way to go let's be honest <laughs> yeah. uh the the, the the uh who wants to be an auctioneer is is probably spiked your interest a little bit in the past <laughs> Yeah, some questions that hit pretty ho- pretty close to home. Yeah, the, the, the massage ones. Or <laughs> not not my not my bag, mate. But uh, don't judge anyone who does. But uh, no, very very entertaining segment, and um, you know, hopefully this podcasting works out. For you you guys. mentioned we've got one of the the questions wrong. You did. There was a factual inaccuracy. Yeah. So um, Blair and me. Uh, Montgomery Dunn. Blair, was it Blair? No. It was yep. a Blair question. The REIQ is going to be filthy. Yeah. So maybe that's why you haven't got the license back yet, mate. Maybe you just failed and they haven't actually told you. So. <laughs> Look, there you go. On some of the questions that they've put through, they've marked wrong. Well, yeah, hey, we're not we're not here to throw stones. We got the number one auctioneer. Come on, wind it out. My lawyers are actually ready with a statement to come out. They're just to let everyone know that my views or the views of this podcast don't represent Apollo Auction Australia or Limited. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, so I certainly hope not. So Blair's views definitely don't recommend don't represent my own. But no, maybe that was the problem, mate. Maybe you just got it wrong. As far as things go, like Blair obviously wants to be an auctioneer. I have a personal, like with his overall look, his hair. I think he looks too oh, much like yeah. Dennis the Menace. Or Bieber. Yeah, I need a or haircut. Bieber. I need not, a like haircut. He's still got a 2008 haircut. Bieber, Would you recommend he gets something a bit slicker? Well, she's probably got too much of it. Not no, as think, slick as me, though. No, not quite that slick. I think um, oh, it made natural attrition. A couple of months of being an auctioneer and having to deal with agents, that'll recede pretty quickly and yeah. it'll find its own space. It'll, 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 yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll start to cut itself. Definitely right. <laughs> Well, mate, we can talk about and rip Blair as much as we want. I want to speak about you quickly, if that's all right. 
favourite topic, mate, so I'm more than happy to. Brilliant. Well, before we talk about you, I just want to just touch on, obviously we're seeing a bit of a change in the market right now. We're going through... We've had an incredible two years. Uh, watch a lot of you. Watch a lot of watch. Uh, watch a lot of your videos, and they've been um, pretty incredible numbers that you're doing. Lots of bidding, uh, high numbers. Mate, what would you say to the agents out there that? And there is a few that listen. We do get a couple of messages. Um, mate, is auction during this change where it seems to be cooling off a good idea, bad idea? Should you go harder? Should you go softer? How would you be approaching it or, or advising? Yeah, uh, it's probably a long, um, a long answer. But I think the reasons that you do auction just change in this sort of market and it's really fascinating we've noticed this year that our, our bigger clients or our clients that are probably the more rusted on auction um you know purveyors have done more this year than they did last year and that simply comes down to a fact that they they uh they, they feel they need auction more in this market than they ne- needed it last year last year really you could do any method of sale you liked the property was going to sell every um, street every sale on the street was a record, record yeah that's yeah. right with the red letterbox or whatever whereas now you know the reason why you take a property auction in a lot of cases is because you need to try and discover the price in a short amount of time um without doing a trial and error strategy which is throwing a price out there and crossing your fingers so i think that the reasons that we do an auction in this market have just been vastly different but i also think it's important to acknowledge that you you know, clearance rate last weekend here in southeast Queensland was still above 60%. You know? Yeah. Um, they don't report that in the papers. No, no, no. It's well, all doom and gloom. I remember we, you know, we used to come in here and, and call auctions for you guys many years back before you, you moved on to a better looking option. And, mm. um, you know, clearance <laughs> rates then were <laughs> mid 30s to mid 40%. Yeah. You know? So although we're not the 85 to 90% we were last year, it's still um, still very strong. Remember my first ever auction with you was at Sunny, but you, you won't remember this is a long time ago. I think you were only driving probably a Jaguar or like Shane was at that point yeah, he was at uh, stage one of the stage of my life that was <laughs> yeah, yeah you were probably about 75k this with shane uh we both drove up well you drove down from brizzy i drove up there and it was just me you in a house in Sunnybank, just having a chat about the brisbane lions that was <laughs> yeah. the, no one turned up it was it was tough it was tough but mate you've kept on going and you're kicking lots of goals i found out later there wasn't even actually an auction robin just no, i just wanted a bit of one on one no one liked the brisbane and lions and as long as you paid the invoice that was the, <laughs> yeah. was the main thing that's the main thing i think i have to um, look at that but no no that, that was very real you know i've been an auctioneer full-time auctioneer since 2009 and and there's been you know some times in there where clearance rate has been you know 30 percent and and we had situations where you turn up we we've done auctions um here back in the day where we'd have mm. you know eight auctions and we've had you know, two bidders across the eight auctions, we've we've done well. So yeah. I think it's important to acknowledge and that it just feels worse because of how yeah. strong last year was, but it's still in the market. And like our office on Tuesday, we did seven auctions. We sold five of them still under the hammer. Pretty good. So our average days on market um, is 26 for a normal sale, which is private treaty, mm. and it's 18 for auctions. Yeah, it's 31 two, in the we, suburb at the moment. We do two-week auction campaigns. Yep. So... This is the most serious I've ever heard this podcast, this last five right, minutes. This is what you bring. This is what, <laughs> this is what you, bring. you bring. You bring a serious element. Yeah, There's people right. out there that actually want to hear some something serious. Mate, you yeah, touched right. on you started auctioneering 2009. Uh, mate, why did you get into it? And uh, how did uh, how had you, you start? your first one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the first one was very similar to the one with Robbie that uh, no one turned up. Um, and at that time, you had to call five supervised auctions. So back when I was back when I was a boy, um, when you were doing your auctioneer's license, your first five auctions you had um, 
like a serious supervisor standing next to you, basically in case you stuffed up. Yeah, you know, they were going to step in and and save the day. And um, it was me. And that must be promising for the owner that's watching, going, "What? Why is there a guy on standby? Yeah, with a big red orange yeah. vest on him. So yeah, not much happened, and um, I got into it. Really, because I loved negotiating. That was sort of the thing that drew me into it. And as an auctioneer, you really negotiate for, for a living. Um, didn't love public speaking at school and certainly not something I was passionate about. No, I think so 2009, you started auctioneering, what, at 11? But <laughs> uh, I wish I wish that was the case. Just have good moisturiser. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you weren't into – you weren't a sales agent prior to that? You weren't in sales yeah, per se? I was. Obviously, I had a good career. <laughs> obviously, has a reference back to the Wikipedia page too closely. Um, I sold from 2006 to, to 2009, 2010 effectively, so four years as a sales agent, uh, which as an auctioneer is a pretty important grounding because, you know, what we do is we deal with agents on a daily basis, so you need to understand the, um, the challenges they face and how they yeah. think and – um, any auctioneer really that's that's aspiring to be one, that's always our recommendation is is um, you know do some time as an agent because it'll help you. Yeah, you do you do heaps of training. I've been to heaps of your trainings. The only thing I can remember is this was I don't think it was even at a training. You were like, if you're going to be nervous, don't stand there moving your hands and moving around too much. Just wriggle your toes. Yeah, that's the only thing I can like that you've taught me that I've. You know, it's good endorsement, mate. Training. That's it, mate. Amazing training. Amazing training. Said you've been to many. Yeah, it's good stuff. It is. Yeah, I'm wiggling my toes. Were you wiggling your toe? Oh, we'll talk about that in later. There's actually, um, there's actually a science behind it. So the idea is that when you get into situations you're uncomfortable, use your body wants to expel energy. So, and that usually, as an auctioneer, represents itself in what we call a tick, which is a some sort of distracting, repetitive movement that you do to try and get energy out. So a lot of people you'll see them rock up on their heels um, they'll move side to side they'll get backwards and forwards and all that is your body just trying to expel energy so the idea behind wriggling yeah. your toes is it pushes the energy out of your body but no one can actually see you so you like the duck you Blair, just write appear. it down write it down <laughs> yep he hasn't even got a notebook, man. No You'll never be Apollo auctions <laughs> he, material. He turned off as soon as I started talking about his hair he's sort of just <laughs> lost his interest straight away so look at him yeah. Okay. Um, wiggle your toes. Wiggle your toes. All right, I'm going to start doing that from now on. Well, if ever you're in an uncomfortable conversation, wiggle your toes, you'll be more in control. Beautiful. Um, Shane, what I, have you got? I, um, I went on your website. Um, Apollo Auctions. ApolloAuctions.com. How many auctioneers do you have there now? Uh, we have 12 in Australia and 10 in New Zealand. I saw okay. you somehow seem to wrangle Bill McDonald off Channel 10 News. Bouncing Bill. How has that happened? Yeah, so Bill um, had a bit of a career change. He's still on Full BC on the radio, yeah. um, but balances what a voice. that between calling auctions. Yeah, and some some great stories. He's you know he's had a, an amazing journalistic life. He's covered Olympic games. You know, done a lot of sports. So um, I think he probably gets bored of me asking him to stories all the time. But um, he's done well, and he's one that's gone. I guess the non traditional route of. Um, of a media career before being an auctioneer as opposed to an agent, but um, making a good fist of it so far. Has he got you into the dressing room at the Lions a few times? No, he hasn't, no. Oh, no. Bill, it sounds you're, like not, a place you're, you're like not listening, but I'm yeah. sure that Justin's going to link this to you at some point. <laughs> how, how, how frustrating is it? So I watched one of your Facebook lives. It's I haven't watched one since. It was, I think it was probably a house. Thanks, thanks. Well, Jesus well, thanks for driving down. Yeah, can't, <laughs> this is a, we can't just blow smoke up his bum for half an hour. We need to get to the oh, actual. A we got opportunities we, we, coming. Don't yeah. you worry about that. So I watched a Facebook Live and um, it was a house in, it was a house probably in Stratton or somewhere like that. It was like this townhouse thing. There was a heap of people there. It was two. Stratton? 
yeah, it was two, I don't know, like Maybe oriental group. people, Australian. couples, groups, yep. you would say. And the video went for about 45 minutes and for about half an hour of it, they were going up in $1,000 increments. Mm. Do you remember that auction and did you get sick of saying, should we change the strategy, guys? Try and go, maybe do two grand instead of one grand increments. It was doing my head in. Um, I don't remember that exact auction, but it's pretty. It's a pretty common occurrence. It's uh, and I, the guy, you get sick of yourself saying that that you know it's time to change your strategy and and um, that. But people go in with their own strategy in mind, and it can be hard when they're in. You got to remember they're in a stressful environment. You know, then asking them to change strategy or take your advice to someone yeah. they don't know and trust is not something they're likely to do. But it's just common sense that you do things that make your competitors uncomfortable. And if you're bidding the smallest possible amount you can do, it's just making your competitors more yeah. comfortable. I mean, to your credit, you kept saying, let's change it up. Why doesn't someone go 2,000? Let's change it up, 2,000. And then to his credit, one of them went 2,000, sold. <laughs> like, incredible. Amazing. Oh, Even a blind squirrel finds hey, a case. Yeah, the smoke's going right? back up. Yep. <laughs> He's done it. Mate, speaking of uh, going back to the, the strategy around calling the auction, do you, do you go in there with the same set you know, one, two, three, four step, one, two, three, four step, or do you just feel the crowd out? Uh, you've obviously got a couple of classic one-liners up your sleeve. Uh, one of my favourites is, uh, put your passport away. Uh, I love that one. You know, no need to go travelling on it. No more holidays, guys. you got your dream home. Um, one of my favourites of yours. But do you go in there, you know, open up bidding, call for increases, call it down once, and then maybe a bit of patter? Is it the same every Ooh, auction? I do another good one as well. Sorry. Can you, you answer, answer this can, good can one first, first and then I'll get to your good one? Because yeah. I actually want to know for when um, I'm starting. We're lining up. We're lining up. <laughs> yeah, so I think one of the things that people don't realise, and it's a little bit like being an agent, is you know, you don't have to see on when there's a story about a real estate agent on on Facebook or on the, the papers and people just, you know, lay into them, oh, they do nothing and they don't earn their commissions. And the, the reality about last year was, yes, it wasn't difficult to sell a house, but it was bloody difficult to get one like so yeah. there's still some skill that, that took as an agent last year but um there's a lot of structure behind what we do as an auctioneer so you know we we meet a lot of people who get told by someone oh yeah you've got a good voice or you're, you're good with people you'll be a good auctioneer and then they come in and they'll do a training course and they actually don't realize the structure that goes behind it mm -hmm. so really yeah. everything that we do uh, as an auctioneer throughout a call is working inside some sort of structure um whether that be that we what we do trial closing which is first second third time um there's a there's timing behind when you do that there's ways that you do it there's reasons that you do it um, there's what we call ABCs which is you know what the bid's at um, what the bid amount you want is what are the two added together rotating through those things so there is there is a structure but then the more comfortable you get you kind of work inside the structure but there's a freedom there to um, get it to a point where you trust you know what comes in your brain is going to be okay to repeat out of your mouth and yep. most of the time you're you're okay. You just steer clear of sex yep. and religion, really. Yeah. Um, if you steer clear of those two things, you're, you're pretty safe. Have you been ever in the middle of a call and you're like, ah, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that, and then uh, just filled it with some some of the, the classic Justin patter? I've, oh, I think that there's things that have come out of my mouth that I thought were going to be much funnier than what they were. That's, that happens That's a life, lot. mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's this podcast. Yeah. That's this podcast. Yeah. yeah. And, then, uh, and then you're like, What's what's wrong with you? Why didn't you re respond to that? But I haven't said anything that's probably too much offended anyone yet. Um, but hopefully that that day never comes. Yeah, I think the one I was going to refer to is I think you were stood there, and you've probably said it heaps of times, but you stood in someone's backyard, and you said 
someone was going up in the thousand increments. It wasn't the same house as another one. I don't know why I get sucked into watching them, but I do. You know, the thousand dollar increments. No, I love watching them. Big Mac after me open homes going, geez, God, I need this one done a bit quicker. You said. This is my opinion. Maybe you should go up in, give us 5,000, change it up. And then they didn't listen to you. Like, don't worry, my opinion doesn't get listened to at home either. Or something like that. Yeah. That was a great line. Just break break that little oh, that, bit I'll of tension. Blown, I probably wrecked that. Yeah, no, you have. Now I can't use it again, mate. So thanks. <laughs> like, it, like there's only a couple of listeners to the podcast, so it's pretty <laughs> safe out there. Does it go? Um, it's, yeah, it's something like that, that, you know, you make some sort of joke about your, your opinion not being valid at home either, or it gets ignored at home. But I think that comes with um, being comfortable is you, you can allow what comes in your mind to come out of your mouth yeah. without too much of a filter being needed. Because if you call them like a robot, they get boring as well. Yeah, and you've got to try and get... break, you know, you, at different times you're trying to do different things to the mood. So at times you're trying to, um, you know, make it less tense. At times you're trying to speed it up. So it also is an application of what you're trying to do at that particular yeah. point in time. Because some of them must drag on and you go, oh, shit, I've got my next one to get to. Let's uh, let's <laughs> yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. That's why he's got 12 of them, mate. He just <laughs> gets, the other, gets the other auctioneers out there. <laughs> yeah, well, you do. I try not to worry about my next auction until I'm in the car heading to my next auction because you can sometimes if you if you worry about the travel to the next auction and when it starts it can influence um you know how yeah, rushed how you, you feel at the yeah. one prior but you know, i'm yet to turn up to an auction they've started without me so um <laughs> i've never been late <laughs> that, technically that is true yeah that is true mate do you uh do you approach say you know like a, a five million dollar sale like on hedges compared to like a you know four hundred fifty thousand dollar sale in pimpama do you walk into the auction with the same um, mentality around how you're going to literally approach it, or do you go, well, these we're talking, you know, five million dollar people here. They, they got a little bit more now, so a little bit, bit more experience. They're probably in a different price bracket, obviously, compared to you know, so maybe people with no shoes on and just going down that path. Um, Na- neighbors having cans. The doesn't have shoes on. I like to wear thongs sometimes. Na- neighbors having cans, throwing beers yeah. over the fence, revving motorbikes, things like that. It actually, it, it, they're actually the same. Like you. What changes is the behaviour of the sellers and the behaviour of the buyers? That's the things that are the kind of variables for every auction. Um, the property really in a lot of ways is irrelevant to what we do. And owners in particular place a lot of stock on their, their house. Like they want you to know everything about their house yep. and the suburb. But the reality for us is that our description is anything from sort of 40 seconds to a minute of their home. So it's very, very short because the buyers have the been buyers there. They know what they yeah. like about it. The last thing they want is someone trying to tell them what they should like about the home. Yeah. Um, and we say this to owners all the time. You're not employing me to be an expert on your home or on Pimpama or Stratton's not even a suburb. Mate. It's Stratton. It's Stratton, yeah. Oh, yeah. is it? That's, Stratton what I, that's why I touched Strathline. on. I'm, I'm so. like Stratton. I'm like Stratton. Is that a Pagola company? You're good. But I think they they think that you need to be an expert in that, but that really doesn't play a part in what they're employing you to be an expert in is is trying to read buyer behaviour and influence it. Yes. Um, and that's what we try and bring to, to the call. So that doesn't change whether it's um, whether it's a you know three hundred thousand dollar unit or it's a, a, a big sale on you know one of the beaches somewhere. It's really the same process. Highest sale ever under Hammer. Uh, highest one in Australia was for you earlier this year was thirteen point seven five. Where was that? Uh, that was a block of land on Jefferson Lane. Wow, thirteen point five. Many bidders. Seven five. Yeah. Many bidders. Uh, there was there was I think eleven or twelve bidders and. Inevitably, it always comes down to a couple. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Lowest sale? Ah, uh, well, that's a good question. We're not talking charity probably, auctions. Probably we're talking land. Here, probably. Yeah, um, we're talking land or uh, units or something oh, like that. Oh, actually, no, I do know this because I 
Gold Coast City Council, we do their unpaid rates, auctions, yeah. and we sold a pump room. A pump room? <laughs> it's not what do you think oh it is? Yeah. Well, don't get excited crap. about it. Jesus, um, that's going to be on who wants to do it. You'll be It's literally literally the room where the pump lives, um, of the swimming pool complex, but it was part of the body corporate, so it actually had an allocated lot number, and I think we sold that for 11000 or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Were that going up over the last two years? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, I think the reason I was trying to, I'm trying to remember, but I think that you got, you got your vote on the body corporate or it... it did some sort of lot entitlement, so, uh, or maybe maybe I just didn't know what a Dude. pump room was. Maybe there was a different reason <laughs> yeah, for maybe. purchasing a pump room. I'm gonna go check it out. I think the pump, pump room. I'm not gonna have a room. pump room. I um the closest I've come to auctioneering was I I thought I was at we went to the school to do a charity auction, and I thought I was there to get stuff out the back of a van. <laughs> As it turned the out, um, the boss comes up out of nowhere and goes, oh. Shane, we're going to need you to call the charity auction. The room looks like a big gymnasium. It had like 1,500 people in there. And I'm shitting myself going, holy crap, how much stuff is there? 75 items, five trampolines. It's like, how do you keep this interesting if it's fucking everything's the same? Anyway, so I'm up there and we're calling through. We're getting through it quick. People seem to be enjoying it, you know, you know, picking on people, you know, trying to sell a lawnmower from Bunnings. Exciting stuff. It went on for about two hours. I was I was worn out afterwards. Was there any tents? And any chance? No, there wasn't any tents. Yeah, no but God, tents. could you imagine? I could have, could have oh, given them a whole fucking display. You could have rattled through those. Um, and then, so at the end, they had a raffle. And um, if I'd, this is where the, the story gets sad for me. So if I'd left, it would have been sweet. But because I stayed, they're like, oh, Shane, come up. You can help do the balls. And so what they were doing was this this yeah, thing lotto was, balls. You lotto spin the balls, balls, pull a number, yeah. You pull a number out. Each teacher was doing it, and I was doing one, and so was our boss. And... Um, before that, I bought one of the last raffle tickets just to be a good guy because I got guilted into it. And, you know, I do things for charity all the time, as you know. And, and so I bought these raffle tickets. And then so we're doing the numbers and I put my ball in. Next ball comes out. Next ball. And um, then they do that. So they're raffling off. They raffled off a car and then they raffled off a six grand um, like flight voucher for six thousand dollars. And... Um, Rooms full of people because everyone's turned up for that to win the car or the six thousand dollar travel voucher. The numbers come out. Oh, who's no one's come up for this for the travel voucher? Who's got this number? Fifteen thousand, whatever. It was a real late number, and they're like, Shane from Narang, and I was like, Oh shit, that's me, and I'm like the teacher. Mr. Darren or whatever his name was. Mr. <laughs> I don't know. He had some weird name, Mr. Sprinkles. It was a real weird name. Darren Sprinkles. <laughs> yeah, Darren Sprinkles. Hi, Darren. <laughs> so he he goes, he's looking at me going, like the principal's there as well. And she's like, oh, well, congratulations. And, and the whole crowd's looking at me. And Mr. Sprinkles is like, crowd's thinking I don't think we should give this to you. Well, it couldn't have been rigged because everyone saw it. Yeah. So yeah. I ended up, we, I'm like, ever oh. heard of David Blaine? I'm like, or- redo it. You didn't have to be there to win. So if I'd left, I would have just gotten it later and no, we would have been none the wiser. I would have been in fucking Japan right now. Shane, just tell everyone you were a hero and you donated it. Go yeah. on. Just tell I them. donated it back to <laughs> a lady. She came up. She came up. And yeah. she um, self-congratulating yeah. story. He's waited she, fifteen she episodes to bring that up. He hasn't been able to find a she, little end. She came up Cheers, and she um, she was crying, thanked me. You know who else was crying? Got Your wife. Yeah, oh, she was going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's like, ropeable. She's like, she was ropeable. <laughs> 
So, yeah, that's the closest I've come to auctioneering. I've actually got a, f- a funny story along those lines. It must have been, might have been the same school. I had one of my early days uh, was doing a charity auction. It was at a school, and they said we got a couple of items. Turned up, 96 items on the And the best part about it was we'd passed in 20 of them or something because there was some just when you have 96 items there's some, yeah. there's some inevitable trash in there so we passed in 20 of them we got to the end of the 96 you know I'm, I'm cooked just, just no, done, no voice. physically, <laughs> mentally emotionally crowds dwindled down to 7 people yeah, yeah. that's right <laughs> And, they, and then they said the uh, the principals come up. I don't know if it was Principal Sprinkles or whoever you said it was. <laughs> Daryl. <Darryl. laughs> I think it was Darren, but uh, Darren's come up and Darren well, said, Mel- oh, I tell Melbourne. you what, let's, let's just auction off those 20 that we passed in again. Oh. So we ended up doing, <laughs> we ended up doing 116 auction items uh, oh my God. back to back. And, uh, yeah. Holy so, um, shit. Good, uh, good old charity auction. It's um, good fun. Like, yeah, well, there's only so many things you can say. There is. We, there was five... <laughs> Trampolines, and all I could keep saying was <laughs> springless, guys. Springless. <laughs> Who wants a spring? The kids will never be heard again. Go on, put you on the spot. Five trampolines. How would you be marketing at an auction? The fourth one, if you, they've all been springless. <laughs> springless is a net around them. Uh, I don't know if I would have gone down the springless or spring um, spring route. I'm not really a trampoline expert. As a kid with a spring, you play the fun. You you, you plug the kids being outside. Mum, yeah. you can be inside. Get yeah. the kids out there. You'd be right. Yeah, I'd be using. You'd be all sorts of little bounce and puns and stuff going in there yeah. too. You know, bouncing out of this one. But I think as you got to the end of it, they become more valuable because there's less of them. Right. That's right. And they also probably sell for less and less and less. Yeah. So the person who always inevitably feels the worst in these situations is the person who bought, bought the first, first one. one. Yeah, because yep. they they pay top dollar yeah, thinking yeah, it was one of the market. Yeah, yeah, they're laughing, thinking, "Woof, love yeah, it." One of, one of the best tricks at a charity auction is, is that you pretend like you have one item of something and then you sell it and then you sell it to the underbidder. Yeah, you know, the second one. That's a that's go. an old favorite Blair, that people do. Write that down. He's got a pen now. He's sort of halfway <laughs> there. That there's still no paper. I'll write it down for you, Blair. So. Uh, yeah. Mate, a couple of the last quick series things on my behalf. Uh, I don't know, Shane, he might have some more. He's coming with a series today. Big, obviously, big thing in auctions is is making the call, making the counts, throwing the figures out there. You'd like to go up in tens and fives and ones and obviously whole numbers to make it easier. You would have the occasional person that would throw in a, you know, a 15 or, or, or a 90 or a 112 or something really stupid. We, Blair, might, I think... Blair was telling me a good way to learn how to do the quick counts is when you're driving, use number plates and add number plates up. Something you've done in the past, something you do. Yeah, yeah. and we teach, I was actually speaking to a young auctioneer yesterday and giving him that advice. The car number plate one is a good one, mate. So um, it gets you in that um, that practice of commentating as you're going because you're a commentator and a referee effectively and uh, it allows you to do maths on the fly. Another good one is a deck of cards. So adding a deck of cards up. Uh, aces are worth one, face cards are 10. It's short out at 340. So that's another good way of doing it. And... Um, <laughs> Mate, how, how how would you add that up if you were driving down the uh, the road? Um, that's they've just shown me a photo of my own car, um, which is. Uh one of the rims missing, mate. It had, there's only there for 20 minutes out the front. With um, his new number plate of Hammer Banger. Hammer Banger, yeah. I do I do like it. It looks looks quite effective, doesn't it? It yeah, does. You're probably the only person I know that could afford that because it's a lot of money for all those letters. It looks like hamburger, like that. It does look hamburger. Yeah. So uh, Blair, you had one job. I might think I might think <laughs> McDonald's. Why don't you just take the photo from the last time we used? <laughs> mate, before, um, before we get into, I think, the segment you've driven down here for, which is who wants to be an auctioneer, Shane can do the intro shortly. Have you got any, have you, can you leave us with any stories, whether they're, you know, million dollar homes where there's just people that have just done some really outrageous shit, uh, anything that's, that you've gone, 
jumped in the car, driving the next oxygen and just going, I, I cannot believe that just played out, unfolded like that. Now, keep it, uh, what, R M rated? We don't want to go R rated. Uh, oh, I've well. got a terrible memory, which is sometimes a real blessing and sometimes it's a, it's a curse. The two, the two that stick to mind, one was there we, we were at an auction once and there was a um, daughter and a father bidding against each other. So they both wanted the same property, daughter <laughs> and the father literally bidding against each other. Like, oh, oh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a dream for an auctioneer because yes. the aggression, the anger. That's awkward. And the father bought it. And the daughter drove off in disgust and left the father at the property. So the agent had to drop the father. <laughs> oh, so they, they, they come together, <laughs> together and were bidding against each other. And left oh, that's separately. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So that was, um, that was one that sort of stuck in mind. Um, and, and other than that, like we had, we had a lady um, who fainted once when she bought a property. So she got that excited and, and fainted. Um, and we've had a situation a couple of years ago where the, this would be a good test of Blair actually, we'll get him on the who wants to be a millionaire question here. Oxygen. So the owner only realised who the highest bidder was when they'd bought it and said, I don't want to sell to that person. I've had some history and don't want to sell it to them. How would you handle that, Blair? What's the first question, Blair? Well, I mean... Did meet reserve? Yeah. Not a trick question, mate. Yep. Yeah, mate, reserve, so it's, it's sold. I mean, I guess they're, as the owner, they're entitled to reject the, the transaction. And then I guess you start going into private negotiations. You get whoever was second highest on the run sheet. You bring them in for a private negotiation and... Justin, after we've knocked it down. After so it met, down. met reserve, it's, it's sold. Under sold. the hammer, we're sold. sold. Suck it up, pack your bags. So te yeah. technically, um, technically the seller, you're right in what you said, Blair, technically the seller can refuse to accept any bid from any person um, and they can, they can, uh, they could have, they have refused or they can refuse the registration even after the property is knocked down. We hadn't signed the contract then, which is probably their saving grace, but um, it's a bit of a situation which is not a very pleasant one. Yeah. Find so what happens? Of that. Uh, we had to inform the buyer that the seller was not going to sell them the property. Um, and we said, look, we're not going to speak to the reasons why. It's not for us to understand or know. They just have the right to not accept your bid. Wow. Blair, well yeah. done. Why would you care that much? Not all fast cars. So take the money off them. Well, that'd be my be my um my line of Can thinking. Can we talk offline? Off, 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 offline, why why the reasons were? Do you know what the reasons were? Uh, no, no, we don't. We won't do no, it. No, we'll, we'll I, do don't, it. I don't remember. It, it wasn't like it was nothing that was horrible. I think petty. it was just yeah, it was some sort of dispute over like it was yeah something probably a fence or something. Yeah. Wow. With that in mind and Blair's answering questions, I think we should jump straight into the reason Justin's driven down. This will surprise you. With with this segment, we don't actually have, like, the tune. I actually do it myself, like the theme. I actually really? use my own mouth, so every time it's different. Use your own mouth. You know, Blair won't put it on the board so we can just press a button and why, it does it. Why is that, Blair? I mean, it's, laziness. it's just so good getting him Look at to this. reinsight This is, this is how I'm treated when I come here now. I didn't even, couldn't even get a piece of paper. They've given me this, which has the LJ Hooker bear as a colouring in. So now I've got this. Shout out to I've got to read all through that. This is how I get treated now because I've defected to Ray. Yeah. Mate, Unbelievable. You're Judas. Unbelievable. Let's do it. Straight into it, Shane. Hit it with the intro. <laughs> So that's one of my better ones. We are definitely not putting that on a button. You're going to do that every time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was worth the drive down for that one. Oh, shit. 
So you, good. Justin, are you happy? All right, now you sitting here going, what? This <laughs> what fuck, what kind of house? What, are, what, what kind of garage? I could be at Jefferson Lane selling <laughs> bloody thirteen seven fifty bloody whatever yeah. you're doing. The, he's got a successful auction in. Look at the look at the dumpster he's come to today. Here we go. His lawyer will reach out to us later. True or, true or false, Blair? So it's between Blair and Justin, Robbie, you're cut out. Uh, Justin standing some here the, for me today. Some of these questions are, you know, could be a little bit, could a little bit the over the line. Is going to be accurate today, or is it? Well, you're here. You will right, not. Okay. You, have, I, have I got a pen in front of me? No. This no. will. Oh, no, this, this will. This will. That's a blue pen. Mine's written in black. This will. Ha- having listened to a couple of episodes, I knew that you didn't prepare much, but I'm actually no. shocked by how little you do prepare. <laughs> so, this, this will astound you. Yeah. One of these questions. The auctioneer can sell the true or false Blair. The auctioneer can sell the neighbouring property to the underbidder without the neighbour knowing. No, false. <laughs> really? That's good. Okay, Justin, right? Yeah, that was right. <laughs> All right. Technical grey area, but let's go with right. Yep. You are asked to attend the Brisbane Boys Grammar 15-year school reunion. You need a way to get there. Do you a get an Uber and humbly walk in? Or B, drive the McLaren in with get low blasting. <laughs> Jump out of the car, throw your keys at the valet and say, try not to scratch it, muscles. <laughs> Can I... <laughs> if I'm going to turn up to the 15-year Brisbane grammar, that's going to be incredibly awkward because I didn't go there. So <laughs> I, I don't yeah, you probably would turn up. Though. You would just roll Surely. in. Like, drop. I think you know who I am. You went to something like that. You know, I remember from you know, your the, the cool thing about it is that I did go to Nudgee College, but um, the cool thing is I... He I, drives a McLaren. I would be I would be able to be able to go you because of your ankle bracelet reasons with the whole boys school incident uh, which we're not going to go into in this this podcast. Look, all I say is the word alleged gets thrown around a lot these days. Yeah. But um, oh, mate, you'd have to you'd have to try and get them not scratch the McLaren. But yeah. obviously, um, obviously the McLaren's just probably the the Saturday car, I'd say. So um, that, that is great. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't scratch at muscles. Don't scratch don't muscles. Scratch I like muscles. that. Yeah. Apparently, that's one. Apparently, that's the new champ. You shouldn't what, muscles? Champ, champ people, legend muscles. them, or muscles. You shouldn't. Them. You shouldn't, no. Ah. Apparently it's apparently it's getting big now. You can't call someone muscles. Yeah, okay, here we go. You learn something every day on this podcast. Don't <laughs> remember do, that. Mate. Here we go. Here we go. Prepare yourselves. True or false, the auctioneer must read all terms and conditions of the contract before the auction starts. So I said true last time, but yeah. we were corrected and said false. You do not need to read them. And am I not a wizard for having that written down already? I just wrote that because obviously with Blair's ones, I don't put much effort in. I don't put much effort into anything. <laughs> no. But the fact that we talked about it, and I've asked in the exact same question, I should get some credit. What scenario would you not need to uh, say terms and conditions? Just to Blair after he's already failed his auctioneer's uh, license. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's not going to get he's a job with you. Yeah. They give you a second. Sorry, mate, what were you going to say? What, uh, and what situation or circumstances would you not have to uh, read terms and conditions out? If I was running late to my next auction. Fair enough. Time-saving strategy. Beautiful. No, it's, Straight it's, into it. Um, as long as the auction conditions have been on display, they're taken to be read and understood. So all you need to say is the contract and terms and conditions have been on display, taken to be read and understood, good luck. Everything above that is um, a courtesy. And that's when you see auctioneers that read out every term and condition. It's it's a bit painful. of a mood kill. It's a buzz kill, isn't it, for <laughs> a lot of the crowd. It definitely is, yeah. Definitely is. I imagine the Facebook Live viewers dwindle right away. Yeah. You know? yeah. 100%. Your Big Mac could be well and truly oh. gone by the time you get oh. to condition four. You don't need to fill it a fish by then. 100%. Yeah, that is true. They just have to display them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, here we go. Um, well, yeah, they don't stand there and go through one to 20, do they? Because there's a lot on Some there. do. Anyway. Expert. 
Um, okay, here we go. Back to Justin. So, right, you both, well, yeah, Justin, you here need this one to stay on track with Blair. An old classmate walks up to you and says, would you be keen to call a charity auction? Do you? A, say, no worries, here's my card. B, think, shit, this won't pay anything, but reply with, dogs needing swimming lessons is an important thing, but I'm already doing a charity that night. So you smile and give him your colleague Clint's number. <laughs> <laughs> Clint would love it. Clint, Clint, good Clint's fella. a great guy. <laughs> um, Clint's getting the job, isn't he? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, mate, Clint's a very, very good auctioneer. And I he know, did he replaced an you. Job. Yeah, you yep. became too big shot for here yep. when you left, and yeah. then we got Clint. And then what happened? Why does he not still call here? I, once I left, they just started with someone else. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing fell apart. Um, understandable. <laughs> Sorry, do you want me to reread that? Uh, no, 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 no. I think, I think once is enough, mate. Once is enough. Um, yeah, and no, I think um, I've got Clint's number on speed dial for such emergencies, actually, so we'll get him to give Clint a call. And, I'd definitely um, have your picture with his number for certain scenarios. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you want to come on our podcast, Justin? Oh, yeah, just give me a call. Yeah, <laughs> I will just change that to Justin doesn't have a card. He says just call my assistant. Yeah, that is true. Call you my assistant muscles. You can never yeah. call my assistant muscles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, driving too fast in my McLaren to speak yeah. to you right now. Okay, Blair, true or no, false, no, right the right. auction... <laughs> yeah, give it a That's yeah. fine. We've got a tiebreaker. I want to hear the tiebreaker um, question is. The, the auction can be restarted if the auctioneer has a dispute between buyers. True or false? True. That is, that, I think that is true because I did half the course pending, <laughs> back in 2015. <laughs> and I remember that. So what sort of dispute are we talking like? Oh, like, it, like between got... bids. So say they both bid at the same time yeah. and you don't know who's got it and they start having a dispute. There's probably a punch on if it's in, if, in my neck of the woods. If it's getting that bad, I feel the auctioneer has to take control of the situation, pause, reconvene at either later on once... You know, it's all settled down. Or if it's that bad, it needs to be reconvened another day. And so be it. Um, you, you, well, the terms and conditions have a condition in there that's a beautiful one. It says that the auctioneer's um, decision is final in all matters relating to the auction. So the auctioneer, as long as you're not contravening another term and condition, can really do what they like. Mm. So um, you can say, no, it was definitely with Shane. Yep. Bid was number six. Number five, what do you want to do? Where this most com most commonly happens <coughs> is where there's um, people get confused as to who's holding the bid. So they'll argue, oh, no, I was holding the bid or the bid was at X amount. Um, you can basically adjudicate it as you see. It's, like a, yeah, it's a bit like, a, like an umpire now. Yeah, people yeah. say uh, if there's a confusion, you go back to the last yeah, well, yeah. level. But Let's go to the Facebook Live to rewatch. <laughs> Yeah. That one, and we'll see who's there. Actually, with how bad the bunker Shane's been, been watching from, uh, from his desk after his open homes. Let's see what he thinks. We'll take it to the, to the bunker. Shane's eating his Big Mac in the car. <laughs> one of these ones that does come up um, rarely, but it can come up from time to time, is when you knock a property down. Excuse me, and then someone bids right at the moment that you knock the property down. Yeah. Um, how your interpretation and handling of, of my, that can my be. auction on Tuesday. Gavin wouldn't put the hammer down. He wanted to actually other bidder. He just kept going. Always slowing the hammer, yeah, Gav. Yeah, he's yeah. always slowing it. He's slowing it. And the buyer's in my ear going, just put it down, you dick. Because <laughs> it's an online auction. And when I'm on the phone to her and she's like, once he's done it, she's like, oh, don't tell him I called him a dick. Definitely told him. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gav's uh, been called much, much worse. Than yeah, I'm sure he has. Worse. But yeah, you get to adjudicate it as you see fit. So technically he's right. Yeah, here we go. Um, technically this, you're right. This Blair, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. It's impressive. Can I say, you, you, a lot of your questions contain McLarens. Is there something you want to talk about? Oh, Robbie said you drove a McLaren no, last week. That's that's inaccurate. It's a Lambo. Yeah. What is it now? It's a Porsche, isn't it? That car's uh, a... No, it's actually BMW. That's what he drives to Apakumara. definitely Coomera. not a BMW. He drives the Porsche to Apakumara. Yeah. yeah, but he's got a McLaren helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> McLaren F1 um, team, yeah. Okay, here we go. 
This one's a bit on the this one's a bit on the bone, a bit on the line. So let's just uh, see how this goes. Uh, Blair was nervous about this one, but I said, Blair. Don't worry about it. This Should is, I get this, this is what the sponsor. Well, we had feedback from. Uh, got me out of the room. We had feedback from. No idea what's we had feedback from someone that there was a bit too much smut coming into the podcast, but I've also had a lot of feedback to say that the smut. Keep the smut coming. What, yeah. what brings us in? Oh, yeah. just call it. Line, the smut just call it. Yep. Yeah. So here we go. You managed to pull a supermodel, <laughs> and while you're in the thrusts of lovemaking, do you yell, "Going once, going twice." Three times, and thank her for her competitive betting. <laughs> betting, yes. Oh, well played. Oh, no. That's some of <laughs> your like best work. That is some of your best work. Or B, oh. in the throes of passion, you close your eyes and imagine yourself wanking. This can get edited out, just no matter, no matter what you say, mate. This is just for I'm us. I'm just thankful that my wife is not one of your four listeners. So <laughs> that would be embarrassing if she was. Um, this doesn't have to be you. This is an auctioneers in general. Uh, I would. I think oh. any any chance you get to practice your um your, your craft, going once, going twice, going three times. He's always on. This is what you have to learn. This is it, Blair. Yeah. The men never sleep. Auctions never sleep, mate. Whatever it takes. Sleep. No days off. Um, so let's let's for the sake of um. Preserving this podcast, let's go with A. Oh, fantastic stuff. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank I think you for your competitive betting. Thank you for your competitive betting. Once, twice, three Brilliant. times. Yeah. That lines like that, could there could be an auctioneering future. Yeah, for me. Somewhere. I know. Well, mate, I've springless trampolines. I've done it all. Halfway through a course. There we go. Halfway. Well, uh, I think normally we throw the, the tip of the week to uh, Blair, but, mate, we've got, we've got Justin here. You got a tip? Got a tip for anyone out there? Real estate agents, buyers, is anyone? Just a tip in general. Doesn't have to be real estate based. Is this a serious tip or is this a mate? Whatever you want. Tongue in cheek tip. Mate, it could be mate. Premium unleaded in the car. Could be whatever. Whatever you want it to be. Uh, serious tip. Um, most things get better with communication. So if ever you're lacking an area, generally if you improve your communication, whatever that area is, it improves. Yep. Um. Less gen- serious tip. Yep. I don't understand the no sock phenomenon. You don't? No. Oh, Makes that, no sense oh, to me. The, 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 the whole purpose the, of Louis socks. Louis Vuitton loafers and all no, of that. The whole purpose of socks is to keep your ankles warm. Yep. And you're deliberately foregoing things to keep your ankle warm. Makes no sense to me. All right. And it gets sweaty in your shoes. Put socks on. Like the leather. Yeah, put socks on. Yep. And then show your ankle off. That's weird as well. It's such a weird body part of yeah. flexing, right? Like, like check out my ankles. Muscles. Yeah, good on your muscles. muscles. Thanks, yeah. champ. Thanks for showing us your ankles. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you like seeing an ankle in the 1920s on a female. You know, a, that got you a bit excited. It's an odd part of your body to be highlighting. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, I don't like it. No, not for me. Look, top quality content to finish with. Justin. Do you have a tip, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, mate, the tip is listen to Justin. That's it. Justin, thanks very much, mate. Before you go, social medias, we mentioned we can watch you on live, watch your Facebooks and all of that. You do many auctions. Quickly, how many auctions do you roughly call a year? Uh, last year, I was just a tick under 1,400. Yourself or, the, or yeah, Apollo? Myself and now Apollo did just over 7,000. 1,400 and, and you're 880 in auction. Guys, you do the sums. Uh, nine, 990, mate. 990, he's gone up. The inflation's targeting everyone. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Unbelievable. He's good. He used the to current, be about 400. The doesn't fill itself up. So, no. um, <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Thanks for coming down, Helicopter mate. Thanks fuel. for um, all the support over the years. Seven years I've been in the game. You've always been there. Uh, I'm halfway through my auction course as well. I'll probably be out for some training in your new digs. Uh, appreciate everything you do. Thanks for coming down and mate next time. Yeah, good good to have me uh, good to have me on guys. I think I've been um, 
yeah, you've had a good cal- caliber of guests so far, so yeah. hopefully I've done them proud and lived up to it. But uh, keep doing great. what you guys are doing. You're highly entertaining, and you've got me through a few Saturdays whipping between options, <laughs> awesome. a few giggles uh, listening along. So keep going. Uh, you've got me through a few Big Macs. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you later. Cheers, Blair. See ya. <laughs>